Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The information contained on this platform represents the opinion of the host and shall not be understood, construed as or a substitute for medical or health advice. Please see a health professional who is aware of the facts and circumstances of your individual situation. It's the Black Health 365 podcast, and we are here to make sure you look good on the outside and even better on the inside. After all, looking good, feeling good, and living a healthy lifestyle 365 days of the year should be a daily choice. Here at the Black Health 365 podcast, we will address the healthcare disparities within the Black community with trusted voices and information to empower a healthy lifestyle. Ain't that right, Britt? I'm talking about mind, body, and soul. Happy New Year, 365ers. I'm going to say that until like February. And if you feel some type of way about it, judge your mother, not me. 2023 is here. We made it. I am Jackie Page, uh, radio personality. I'm going to get it together, Britt. Give me a second. Radio person. It's a new year. This is this is what happens. Radio personality. Um, what else do I do? I'm a fitness coach, personal trainer, Zumba instructor, nutrition coach. It's not going to, my brain isn't going to like get itself together until February. So it's, it's life. Uh, Join by. It's all good, Jackie. Britt Daniels here. Um, let me see what I can do. Yogi at heart. I'm going to say something different today. Serial entrepreneur and serial manifester. Uh, let's say that today. Uh, personal trainers, fitness coach, life coach, all the things, Jackie. It's the new year. Excited to be here. A lot of things are going to come our way. Beautiful things are going to come our way. Black Health 365s. Thank you for staying tuned. All right, let's get into it. I guess I'm just, I know we're like a few weeks into the new year, but I just feel like the month of January is always like, especially when a new year rolls around, which only happens in January. Um, I just feel like, you know, the entire month I'm like renewed and just kind of refreshed. And it may have been because, you know, we got that time. <laughs> you got some time off for the holidays. So just, you know, a few weeks in, I'm going to feel this way, at least, like I said, until February. So, Jack, I can't express enough how happy I am to hear about that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, those that that because I took what like I want to say 10 days because, you know, the holiday kind of felt on like Sunday and stuff and Saturday. Um, So, like, I was able to take 10 days away from like not doing anything. So, you know, I didn't train any clients. I wasn't on air. I literally just sat around and did nothing. So to be able to sit around and do nothing was great. And, you know, like I said, we're already a few weeks into the year and I still feel good. That's amazing. And I can totally relate to that. Um, it was great being a kid again. I think I talked about that on last, po- last podcast, but I'm just, I'm feeling really recharged. I have a lot of vital energy for this new year. And for me, a one word I'm walking to this new year with, this is before the, the Dharma talk, but one word I'm walking into this new year is birthright. It's my birthright to feel powerful, to feel empowered, to feel happy. And so that's, that's what I'm going to own this year. What is my birthright? And that's that's everything because <laughs> we are infinite creatures, right? With that being said, uh, I think before we get into today's 
very interesting conversation because some interesting things I want to talk about. Let's start with the Dharma talk. Okay. Dharma talk first. Yeah, let's get into the Dharma talk. Um, so today's Dharma talk actually is about motivation, right? Um, I think it's important to know where our motivations come from and the different types of motivations there may be out there. So there are external things that may motivate us and there are also internal things and desires that drive you. So it's two types, right, that we're going to talk about. First is an intrinsic motivation. And intrinsic motivation is something that comes from within, something that's important to you, not some future goal, but something that you can get here in the right now. And let's let's talk about some examples. Since it's New Year, people have these resolutions and goals. Exercising because it makes us feel good. Not because it's going to give me a fat booty, but because it makes me <laughs> feel good <laughs> intrinsically to hit them legs and hit them squats and, and Bulgarians, right? Um, Loving the runner's high for the feeling, working out because it relieves stress, feeling good when your body gets stronger, stuff like that, right? So intrinsic values. There's also something called a extrinsic motivation, and that's something that's external, right? So let's give some examples. You work out to look good in a bathing suit or losing weight because there's some type of big high school reunion coming up or... Um, Something of that sort, right? So it's externalizing some type of motivation into the world to keep you on track. So I think it's important that we know what type of motivational tools there are for us and what works best for ourselves. And yeah, Jackie, what about you? What's something that drives you? What are some of your intrinsic goals for the year? So it's crazy. I've actually experienced both of those throughout my fitness journey. So, you know, talking about in intrinsic goals, you know, just kind of now when I think about like my fitness journey, you know, a lot of me working out has to do with how it does make me feel. Um, you know, the fact that I do get better rest, the fact that I am a happier person, the fact that, you know, I am like you said, in a better mood, you know, I'm I'm healthier. A lot of that, a lot of that motivates me to get in to the gym and and, and work out. So I that's kind of what really drives me and pushes me now when I first started my fitness journey, it was a lot of the extrinsic uh, things like, oh, you know, I wanted to look good because I was going on vacation or the summertime was coming and I was trying to grow my little booty. So it's funny how things have kind of changed for me over the course of my fitness journey. So, yeah, I've experienced them both. That's absolutely beautiful. And I think a lot of people may relate to that, it's specifically in the exercise world. You know, we're, we're talking from our backgrounds and our expertise, right? And there's obviously so many other ways intrinsic and extrinsic goals can play out. But I do think a lot of people may approach fitness sometimes from just the physical aspect. You know, it's a lot of social pressures, body image that can be a little unhealthy. But when they get into it, they find something much greater. You know, I know a lot of people being a yogi that got into yoga for just physical goals, right? Maybe they had a body pain, which is, a, that's so like, imagine if you had like a low back issue, that's an extrinsic uh, goal because you have some type of pain and you want to work on it. But then they fell in love with the spiritual side of yoga. And so it became more of an intrinsic uh, goal, right? So that's something I in my community. And I was going to say, I like that you say that. I mean, now that we're talking about it, that's actually something that, you know, I just kind of thought of. Um, I, I, one of the reasons why I like to work out now is because I like to see how far my body can like push 
touch my body. See how far I as a woman can go. See how far I can take my, and you know, in reasonable means, but you know, really just see how much further I can take my body. I think a lot of times we kind of put limitations on ourselves. And, 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 and I think you can attest to this when you start exercising and working out and lifting weights, um, you realize that a lot of the limits that you place on yourself, that those limits are non-existent because you go so much further than what you initially thought you could have ever done. I love how you said that, uh, Jackie. One of my biggest inspirations is this runner slash Navy SEAL, former Navy SEAL named David Goggins. I've spoke about him in previous podcasts, and he always talks about how we we set limitations on ourselves, just like a governor in a car. And once we let go of that, it's infinite. We are infinite creatures, and we have all the capacity to do whatever we want, right? And I believe you touched on something good as well. Like, you know, having extrinsic goals can be in some, it's, it's, it's a little, they can play into each other. Right. And I think for me, you know, someone who's starting to dabble into bodybuilding and body sculpting, I look at working on my body, like as a canvas, like as art. And so when I go into the gym and when I eat and when I sleep, it's all a part of this holistic scheme of trying to um, see where I can take myself. That can, for some people, can fall over into unhealthy aspects, but, you know, I, I look at that as a beautiful form of art. Listen to your heart. I'm Don Chaney, former NBA player and coach, and I have hereditary ATTRCM, or transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy, a life-threatening condition that can lead to heart failure. Let your heart speak to you. If you have been diagnosed with heart failure, and you're still experiencing fatigue, a shortness of breath, or seemingly unrelated symptoms such as carpal tunnel syndrome, talk to your doctor. Listen with all your heart and soul. Early diagnosis is key. I'm here to testify to that. Download the doctor discussion guide to know what questions to ask your doctor at yourheartsmessage.com slash Don. Brought to you by Pfizer. I'm talking about a lot of what I'm got going on, but Jack, I'm really excited for this episode because, you know, I've known you for at least about two and a half years now, and we've done a lot of different things in the fitness world together. And you are clearly a master at your craft, right? But I never really asked you what that journey was like, right? What, where did that come from? Like, where, how did Jackie get to where she is now? Radio host personality, <laughs> awkward Zoom instructor. <laughs> How do we get all these titles? You know, Black people like our titles. Where did that come from? It's crazy that we have never had this conversation. I feel like we've talked about everything else, and I feel like I've had my fit. I've had my my fitness journey conversation with other people, but it's crazy that with everything we've done before, I've never had that conversation with you. So 365ers, uh, sit back. We about to dig into Jackie Page and her fitness journey. So I'll start from when I was a baby. No. Um, so I'll start from middle school because that is when I became active. I cheered in middle and in high school. I was a cheerleader. Graduated, went to the Hampton University, the real HU. Okay, let's be very clear. I was a part of the dance team for a little while and then graduated from college. And that's when life started lifing um, and life hit and all the the activity and all the the moving around that was so planned out for me because of cheering and because of dancing, like that was taken away from me. And I had to figure out life 
around working. And that was pretty much my main goal at the time was to work. I did not go straight into radio. I actually did Teach for America down in Meridian, Mississippi for a little while. So the move was a big transition. So again, like moving to a new place, starting a new job, graduating from college, like fitness was not on my brain whatsoever. So I would occasionally like walk around my apartment complex, but that literally was like the extent of my activeness once I graduated from college. Left Teach for America, moved back to Charlotte for a little while. And I don't want to say took random jobs, but I took random jobs. And in those random jobs, there wasn't a lot of activity. It was a lot of sitting. When I got home from work, it was a lot of I'm just going to, you know, watch TV and eat. And that's exactly what I did. And then I ended up meeting this guy. And it, it always happens this way. Um, Mm -hmm. Ended up meeting this guy. We dated for a little while, ended up having a small breakup. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to get right in tight and I'm going to work out. So I worked out for a little while and kind of fell off there. Ended up Yep. Worked out for a few, you know, a few months and then kind of fell off. Um, And then I ended up taking a job um, at Girl Scouts and we were doing a um, biggest loser challenge. And I'm a very competitive person. So in this biggest loser challenge, it was whoever lost the most body fat and my brain, body fat and um, weight or, or body fat and weight were the same thing. So I'm just like, oh, I'm going to lose the most weight and I'm going to end up, you know, taking all this money home. So everybody had to put $20 in the pot. So that is really what kind of kicked off my fitness journey. So I changed what I was eating, um, started going to like random classes again, just so I can get this pot of money because it was a solid like 30 people participating in this challenge. You do the math, 30 times 20. Oh, Your girl was trying to get a nice little coin. Um, So I started doing random classes. And I remember going to a Zumba class and the Zumba instructor asking me, had I ever thought about becoming a Zumba instructor? And I was like, no, like, I'm just here to take the class. I'll get there in a second. That's a really big part of my whole entire journey. But at the end of the challenge, I ended up not losing the most body fat. I didn't even lose the most weight, but I did lose some weight. And for me, that was like a big thing. So that's kind of where things started. I really enjoyed going to Zumba. I didn't really feel like working out. So I kept going. Um, And every time I kept going, I kept getting the question, hey, have you ever thought about being a Zumba instructor? No. Um, And then I got my first radio job in New Bern, North Carolina. I was going to the gym because, again, I was really enjoying the whole um, Zumba situation. And the instructor there asked me, hey, have you ever thought about being a Zumba instructor? Again, I was like, no. Um, Right before I left New Bern to go to Richmond to do radio, um, the director of the gym had asked me if I had thought about becoming a group fitness instructor. And I told her no, but she said that she thought I could do it. Um, One of the instructors was going on maternity leave. So she wanted me to kind of step in because she felt I had the energy and the personality. So I was supposed to start teaching classes, but that didn't happen because I ended up moving to Richmond. Moved to Richmond, Virginia, got on air, and I'm like, hey, I'm looking for a Zumba class. I had a few people slide in my DMs, and I went to a Zumba class, and the instructor, um, her name is Laverne. I don't remember her last name, but her name is Laverne in Richmond. If you um, are in the 804 area, make sure you check her out. 
But I went to her class, and after her class, she, just like everybody else, hey, Jackie, have you ever thought about becoming a Zumba instructor? No, I haven't. She was like, I don't understand why. Like, if you're coming to class, you might as well get paid for it. And it literally was that that made me, again, that money piece, um, it was that that made me say, you know what? Hey, you know what? She's right. If I'm coming to class all the time, I might as well go ahead and get paid for it. So in November of 2011, I got certified as a Zumba instructor, and that's really what kicked things off for me. Um, I got certified. I started working at the YMCA. Um and I taught classes at the YMCA uh, my entire time in Richmond, but I think it was a few months after starting in Richmond, um, I started taking other classes and the participants in my Zumba class would see me like leaving another class and they're like, are you teaching that class? And I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, if you taught that class, I would take the class. So, you know, me, I'm like, well, you know what, maybe I should start teaching other classes. So that's how I ended up getting certified as a group fitness instructor, as well as um, uh, a TRX instructor, AquaFit and all that type of stuff. It was because, again, um, the participants, they were the ones telling me like, hey, you know, what? if you did this, then I would come to your class. So that's what I did. I was being pushed by other people. Um, and it was cool because I was making money. And again, I was going to be in the gym anyway. So I'm like, you know, might as well. Um, whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So while I was in Richmond, um, and this is what really like kicked, kicked. And when I say my health journey before it was just fitness um in 20 was it 2018 it was 2018 in 2018 me and my best friend went on a cruise and i remember we were taking pictures on the cruise um and i kept trying to get my angles together and it was a picture that i really really liked i'm like oh i really really like this picture um but i did not like how my stomach looked in the picture so when I got, when we finally got back to the States, um, I downloaded an app and I adjusted my, my stomach and I made abs and I posted that picture. And it was at that moment when I posted that, and I got likes on the picture. Everybody's like, oh, abs. Oh yeah, girl, abs, your waist is looking snatched. But it was a lie. I remember looking at that picture and looking at myself in the mirror and saying, Jackie, you don't like what you see. That picture is a reflection. You're looking in the mirror right now. It's a reflection and you don't like what you see. And it was at that moment that I decided like, hey, I have to make a change because I did not want to continue to be this person that was living this lie. And I didn't care about everybody else. I don't want to be living a lie for myself. I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin at that point. And that is a, that's somewhere that you never want to be in a situation at a point in your life where you're not comfortable in the skin that you're in. And I wasn't, 
So um, at that point in my life, I said, okay, you got to make some changes. So, um, you know, a lot of what you hear is, is 80% what you eat, 20% of what you do. Um, and that's true. Um, I was doing the exercising piece, the eating piece just was not there. So at that moment, I got serious about, um, you know, like my nutrition and started doing research on like your macros. Um, so your essential nutrients, your your proteins, carbs, your fats, um, and started calorie counting. And literally, I kid you not, the weight that the extra weight, that extra bit of oomph that I didn't like about me, it started to come off and I started to like who I was a lot better. Wow. Jackie, that was thank you for one sharing all of that, being candid with about that journey. And you know, while you were speaking, I was trying to be present with everything you were saying, but I was also listening to it from the lens of what were your external and intrinsic motivational factors on this transformational journey. And it was a lot, right? Like it sounds like, yeah, to summarize, if I if I if I can and correct me if I'm wrong, anything here, you had somewhat of an active life growing up when you were young. Um, after college and then after a big breakup and some transformational stuff going on there, you had this external um, motivation to get that revenge body, which you know a lot of people tap into. And I have been, that has been a part of my history as well. Um, and then you got into this space where it seems like movement is something that you fundamentally and intrinsically enjoy. Like when I see you teach class, Jackie, when you move, like, you know where every single muscle and joint is supposed to go. Like, and it's so effortless. Uh, it's so beautiful to watch. It's like water sometimes. And so clearly people see that. And when people see that, they're like, oh, wow, wait, I want I want to see more of that. Girl, do you do this professionally? Are you are you are you vocating this or are you doing this professionally? You need to get paid. And so that external value of getting paid to do something that you're good at came into it as well. Um, but I think what you just talked about where you were in this world and we're starting to get tapping into this world and that little piece about the body image, I, I kind of want to dive more into that, actually, um, especially in the new year uh, coming out of the holiday season. People are probably not feeling the best about themselves and low key. I'm not going to lie. Me, me included. Um, I definitely had a lot of oxtails and plantains <laughs> over the holiday season. That got me feeling a little thick. Um, and, uh, you know, and. I'm interested in just, wow, like you, it's really hard to work through those emotions, but you systematically said, okay, I don't want to look like this. I want to feel like this. This is what I need to do. Let's stop the BS. Let's stop the BS. And now it takes a lot, it takes a lot of confidence, self-inventory to do that and an action that you, you, that you really put out there. So, yo, Jackie, shout out to you. That's, that's amazing. That's well, absolutely amazing. I mean, <laughs> no, thank you. Um, what I want to tell the 365ers and I what I want you to remember throughout hearing my story is that this didn't happen overnight. Um, kind of like Britt said, and like I was saying, you know, this was a this was a process. I went in and out of this thing for a very long time. And it wasn't until 2018 to be, you know, completely honest, which was literally just a few years ago where I finally decided to make the change. So up until 2018, I was out here kind of just doing, you know, whatever willy and nilly. So um, 365ers, if you're listening, remember this wasn't an overnight journey. Um, I am still on this journey. I am still learning. I am still, I still have my moments, i.e. when I moved. Um, that was a really, when I moved from DC to Atlanta, that was a really hard time as far as like working out and eating right so to Britt's point of like you know the holidays came and I, 
I moved. I, I slid off what I'm used to doing. The holidays came. And can I tell you, I ate everything in sight. Every, everything in sight. The cheesecake, the pizza, the flatbread, the, sh- the fried shrimp, the wings. I ate it all. I did. And that's important to, you know, just have grace in ourselves. Look at life as like, it's, it's a marathon, y'all. It's not a race. Um, even as us health advocators, health professionals, um, hopefully in our journeys, we, we we can dispel the myths that you have to look perfect all the time uh, or whatever your self image is, you know? And so, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's really important. And there was something else that you said, Jackie, that I want to talk about. Um, you do a lot of things, right? Like you said, aqua fitness, TRX, but it seems like dance is probably your foundation. You know how I, I like to say I'm a yogi at heart, right? That's my foundation. For, you know, being in the industry, I have come to learn that, you know, for a lot of people, dance is a great gateway into getting active because you don't even feel like you're working out. You you tell me, like, what is what is this this experience of dance? And me being a yogi, I got to ask the question, is it somewhat cathartic? Is it somewhat spiritual to you to dance? Because I'm not a dancer. It really is one of those things where I the music comes on. The music takes over and it's kind of like I just kind of get lost in the music. So I feel like it's kind of and Beyonce says this all the time. You know, when she hits the stage, she goes from Beyonce to Sasha Fierce. Um, You know, when I'm in a a Zumba class or a mixed fit class or a work class, a dance class, that's kind of what happens to me is I kind of get lost in the music. And I go from Jackie Page. My alias is Shalonda. Um, so I literally go from like Jackie Page to Shalanda and I, I get lost. It's fun. It doesn't feel like um, it doesn't feel like working out. You said that when we went on the Jamaica Fit trip and you saw me bouncing around, you're like, how are you doing this? I'm like, I don't I don't know. Like the music comes on and I just can't help it. I can't. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I swear it's like spirits moving through you. And I experience that in other things that I do. But yeah, when you move, it's just like, how is she doing this? And where's all this energy going? It's like Lola Bunny. Like, <laughs> I, I swear. It's the like I said, the music takes over and I kind of just let it do what it wants to do. But, but, you know, that was the music, the music and the dancing piece, um, like helped me, it, it, it helped me and it's kept me in this whole fitness realm because it just doesn't, it doesn't feel like fit. It doesn't feel like I'm working out. I feel like you put some Beyonce on, you can't tell me I'm not one of her backup dancers. There it is. I think there's a real big power for me too. And looking at anything that can be perceived as work, as play. It's not a workout. We playing. <laughs> and it seems like when you and I see you dancing, you're playing. You're like a child. 
And I want to, <laughs> and I want to, uh, 365ers, um, I want to throw this out to you as well. You know, my thing was Zumba. My thing is dancing. That's what got me into fitness. That's what's really kept me into fitness. Um, I tell people, you know, Zumba is my baby. Zumba is, you know, my heart because it is, that's where I started. Um, and like I said, it's kept me in this game for Brit. Um, it was yoga. Find the thing that works best for you. Find that thing that does not feel like work for you. And that will help you succeed. When you do something that you don't like to do, you're not going to succeed. Why go to a body pump class when you know you don't like body pump? Why go jogging when you know you don't like jogging? I I will do it, but the reality is I don't like running. I don't. I don't like getting on a treadmill, so I'm not about to go down to the gym and get on a treadmill because I know it's something I'm not going to enjoy doing. I'm going to do something that I enjoy doing. For me, like I said, starting off, it was Zumba, and through Zumba, I was able to find and appreciate other forms of fitness. So that's how I got involved into like Aquafit and um and TRX, um, and even becoming a personal trainer, I, I saw the importance in those things. And those were actually kickboxing is something that I actually really love doing as well. Um, you know, Zumba is what led me in the door. And once I got in that door, I was able to kind of go through other doors and see what other things I like to do. But don't do something you don't like to do. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. That's so freaking real. <laughs> uh, it's, it's funny, yoga, we talk vinyasa flow, and also in the psychological world, it's this, this concept called flow. Activities that make you feel like time is timeless, that you're not even thinking about the time. Activities that make you feel so present that it's just, that's all it is. You forget yourself, right? And yoga is that for me. And a new one for me, Jackie, is actually, you just mentioned kickboxing. Um, 365 is I'm stepping into a boxing world now. So I've been training with a coach. And for me, it's just, it's such a visceral experience that puts me in the moment because every single punch is different. Um, and so I, that's for me, that's really enjoyable. So again, like Jackie said, find what works for you, but also in that process, of course, that requires vulnerability because you got to try new things, right? There might be some things that you never knew that you might have enjoyed. Um, I ain't gonna lie, Jackie, though. I'm not a dancer. I, I don't try. <laughs> I don't try. <laughs> I just gotta get, yeah, I gotta unstiffen. I gotta unstiffen. But, you know, and that's another thing. And I, I say this to everybody that comes to my class. This is an, another reason why I absolutely love um, dancing and Zumba um, is because it's for everybody. It doesn't matter your race, your, your color, your creed, your age, your sex. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, I start off my class telling people, you know what, we're just here to have fun. Um, so if all else fails, just march it out. But I want you to keep a smile on your face. Everybody comes in at different levels. Um, and, and that's, again, one of the things that I absolutely love about Zumba. Um, and just like the dancing, like like I said, mixed fit and, and, and work. Um, that's one of the things that I love about all of these is it's really just a, you know, I don't say it, it, not a one size fits all, but come in and do come. Uh, what are they? The doors of the church are open. Uh, anybody and everybody is welcome. Like it is one of them situations like everybody welcome. Come on in. It don't matter 
what you got on, how you got it on. Just come in here, move, and keep a smile on your face. There it is. Well, Jackie, talking about your journey was really intriguing. And again, it's crazy that we haven't had this conversation because we talked about my journey. But I was really happy to hear about your journey. Um, looking over everything you just said, looking at who you were and all those processes, do you have any advice to former Jackie? Or, or is there any mistakes or any things that you wish you could, things you could have tightened up on or things you wish you did differently? And if not, is there any advice that you would give to someone who maybe is interested in embarking on a new journey, if that's even, you know, in the fitness world? I wouldn't do anything different um, because I am who I am and I am where I are, where I am today because of the journey that I went through. Um, sometimes I used to sit and think like, oh, I wish I would have started this journey earlier. But no, I think it needed to happen when it happened. So um, I wouldn't change how it happened, the timing of how it happened. Um, so I would keep everything the way it is. Um, for you know the 365ers that are listening, if you need a bit of advice on like starting this fitness journey, I think the biggest thing I would say um, is find find your fit. Find what works best for you. Um, you know, that's what worked for that's that's literally what led me in the door. Zumba was my fit. I found that fit and I literally fell in love with it. And it led me into other fits. So find your fit. What is that thing that you're gonna enjoy doing? What is that thing that doesn't necessarily feel like working out to you? It just feels like you're having fun. It may be weightlifting, it may be yoga, it may be Zumba. It may be TRX or bodybuilding. It, it doesn't matter what it is. Just find your fit, right? And once you find your fit, then you will find that this thing called uh, fitness isn't as hard as you once thought it was. I think a lot of times we think it's a lot harder than what we think it is because we haven't found our fit. No, find, the same way you got to pick out the right shoe size is the same way you got to pick out the right fitness. So find your fit. That would be my biggest thing. I love that I've lived, Jackie. Um, and I'm so happy that you found your fit. And I'm so happy I met you. I, I was definitely supposed to know you. Um, and so I'm, I'm so excited that you have found your fit and you're going to continue to grow. And I'm excited to see what that growth is going to look like. Well, 365 was we talked about a lot here. Um, and I think there are still some 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 worthy resources to put out there based on the information we talked about here, um, especially some resources like therapy for black girls, uh, which you can get some information on at therapyforblackgirls.com. Uh, in terms of body image, there's this site called thebodypositive.org. And in terms of nutrition, we have a website called the national eating disorders.org. Um, anything else you want to leave our 365ers, Jackie, before we, we close this one out? You know, you can always reach out to me and Britt. Britt has had his journey. I have had my journey and we're both on our journeys. Um, so if you have questions about how we, you know, tackle something through our journey. That's what we're here for. So make sure you hit up, hit us up on Instagram at Black Health 365 Podcast. It didn't happen overnight and it's still not happening overnight. Like we are still in this thing. We are still trying to figure it out to Britt's point, talking about like, you know, me going further on my journey. I had I, my biggest, uh, my weight loss journey was about 20, 25 pounds. Um, but I'm at a happy weight right now. And I've decided to transition and say, hey, you know what? I want to gain some muscle weight. So again, you know, talking about it being a journey, uh, Rome wasn't built in a day. You're not built in a day. So you're going to start 
on this thing and you're going to be like, wait, I hit this goal. Now I'm about to hit this goal or let me switch it up. So yeah, if you have any questions for me and Britt, um, anything you want us to talk about, anything you want us to address, uh, find us on Instagram at blackhealth365. Again, that is blackhealth365. We're going to keep it real. We're going to be honest with you. That's what we're going to do. We're going to keep it trail for sure. Again, 365 is life. It's not linear. It is a spiral. You circle back on the same truths, find deeper meaning each time. Stay blessed. Peace and I'm staying love. Black Health 365 is an Urban One and Reach Media production hosted by Jackie Page and Britt Daniels. Created by Samuel Tatum and Laura Lopez. Executive produced by Brittany Jackson and Kadisha Campbell. Editing and production, Jahi Whitehead. Sales and corporate sponsorship, Patty Johnson.